0: This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocot on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
1: No matter what we do, all of us are eventually going to die. What's the joke? It's one thing we're not getting out of this alive. But is there steps you can take to slow the aging process? Dr. Ronna Lowe, family physician, Copeman Healthcare Center in Vancouver joins us today. Hello, Dr. Lowe. Hi,
0: Angela. Great. With
1: you maybe we should just start with some of the bigger factors affecting how long we live and also how good those years are
0: well we want to think positively don't we huh yes <laughs> no. well you know many people really tend to think that it's it's all up in the air and it's beyond them because they believe that well it's in my genes or my genetics so if my grandparents lived a long life or a shorter life well that's my fate but we now know that genetics only makes up a very small portion of how long you're going to live, right down only about 10 to 15%. And then we know that being pro-hack active about your health care, if, if you get good health care, you live in a country or an environment where there's good health care, well, that's about 10 more percent that it can impact your longevity. But the vast majority is all due to your lifestyle and where you live. So, for example, if, you know, here in Western Canada, you know, we have a chance to get outdoors. It's, rel- it's safe. We can exercise. We can go out with our family, play with our friends. Everything is great that way. But, you know, there are other parts in the world where people fear for their safety or it's not safe for them to go outside. Overall, 80% of our lifestyle and what you do and how you choose to live your life and your environment are things that you can impact and if you do the right things and i know they sound like motherhood statements your chances are you'll live a decade longer
1: so that whole idea of lifestyle and being proactive why can't we just deal with things as they appear or as you know we're we're struck with some kind of condition
0: That's really human nature, isn't it, to all of a sudden be occupied with things. But, you know, we do want to think a little farther ahead. For example, we know now from new research that our lifestyle choices can prevent two-thirds of cancers if we do it well. So we actually do have a choice, preventing two-thirds of cancers by how we choose to live our life. So if we were just going to do a few quick statements of how you can – be more proactive. Live a healthier life. The first thing I would say is know your family history. So here you are sitting around at Christmas or, you know, parents don't necessarily want to talk about their health, but be active and ask your folks, hey, what did Grandma pass away from? You know, what's going on with Aunt Mary? Um, you know, what runs in our family? And I know that while parents might not be forthcoming, um, by asking I find that many parents are okay to speak about that and if you know that diabetes runs in your family or heart disease or high blood pressure, that helps you then be able to assess your own personal risk factors and you're never too young to ask those questions. So starting to ask when you're in 20s and your 30s. And then the other thing you ought to do is you should be proactive about your own health. Know your own blood pressure. Go and check out your cholesterol levels according to guidelines. For men, get your cholesterol levels checked when you're 40, women when you're 50, and sooner if it runs in your family. Uh, know what your blood sugars are if diabetes runs in your family because if one or more of your parents have diabetes, you have at least a 15 to 20% chance of having diabetes yourself. So just knowing your own personal risk factors makes a big difference because you can prevent a vast majority of things that you don't already have And you can also start correcting things that you do have um, by taking small steps.
1: You know, we often talk about the lifestyle changes, and sometimes that's the hardest thing for people. Is there any new advancements on the horizon that's going to make it easier for everyone?
0: Well, you know, new advancements on the horizon. I think that if we look at new advancements, um, I think if we look at the field of genomics or genetics, and I know that folks talk about mailing away for their genetic Um, you know, background so they know what their risks are. Well, things like that are getting ready for prime time. So I think in the future we will see, and we are already in some cancer therapies, more individualized care based on our own genetic makeup. But that's not out there yet for everyone. I think that being proactive and knowing uh, a little bit about your risk factors, getting out and getting a Fitbit, for example, just monitoring how much you move because, Really right now, physical inactivity is a huge stress. We actually say that sitting is the new smoking. And for folks who sit more than eight hours a day or eight hours a day, you greatly up your risk for all sorts of diseases like cardiovascular disease or diabetes. And yes, going to the gym might help offset some of those risks, but we know that if you can now be active for at least an hour a day, uh, 75 minutes a day, an hour and 15 minutes, that might help offset some of the risks of sitting for eight hours.
1: Dr. And- Lowe, all good information, just out of time, but we appreciate your time. Okay, great. Good talking to you, Angela. You bet, Dr. It- Rhonda Lowe with uh, Copeman Healthcare Center.
0: Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.